morning, Evangel. Good morning, good morning. Great to see you this morning. Great to see you too, Pastor. Thank you, thank you. What a great day. We had a fantastic uh, evening of worship last night. If you weren't here, you missed, you missed a good one. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, we've been in our week of prayer, week of prayer and fasting throughout this past week, and uh, it has been a, a fantastic time together. Um, just, a, just a couple uh, things that, uh, I mean, we, uh, we do our best to track some of the things that God is saying to us as we, as we gather together for prayer because we really believe that God speaks to his body and, and uh, uh, we need to not just let those things be a, oh, that was nice and move on, but we need to actually pray into those things. And so, uh, so just a few things to share with you uh, that, that uh, uh, the Lord was saying to us this week. He talked, we, we got a, a number of words about prom his promises, right? And that how, how trustworthy the promises are God, of God are. And that actually it's God's promises, the word says, that, that equip us, that, that empower us to do the things that he's called us to do. So, uh, so hang on to those promises. Uh, one, one word that stood out to me was, uh, I am, I am able, I am willing. I am, I am able, I am willing. And somebody here might need to grab onto that one today. As you're praying for something significant, your heavenly Father loves you. Hear that. I am, I am able, I am willing. Um, Another thing was uh, uh, effective light that came up a few times. Effective light. And the picture that was given was, you know, you take a, you take a light out in the middle of a, uh, you know, a field or something, and, and the light just dissipates into the darkness to, to a great extent, right? But you take the light and you shine it on the path in front of you, and it very clearly gives vision to see where you're going or you take the light into a darkened room and and you can see and so God wants our light to be used effectively he wants us to walk in the in the light he's given us um yeah just a couple other things one thing was uh Hebrews 12 27 everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that what cannot be shaken will remain right so, you know, sometimes it's okay if things get messy. Sometimes it's okay if things get messy because God shakes things to shake up what needs to be shaken up. <laughs> right? Shake up what needs to be shaken up so that, so that he can strengthen what's there. Uh, yeah, those are just a few things that uh, maybe, are, maybe there's something there for you to grab today. Um, and we, we had a number of prayer, prayer requests that came in that we were praying through all week. And many, many of, you know, many of you put in prayer requests or, 
uh, situations that you know of were being prayed for. And uh, we just want to say, God, God answers prayer. Amen? God answers prayer. And uh, it's significant, the prayers that have been prayed and sowed into these situations this week. Um, just a, a housekeeping thing, then I'm going to read a scripture, pray, and we're going to invite the team. Um, if, uh, if there are any kids in the house, we have, uh, because of a number of circumstances, we don't have uh, our kids' workers uh, today, either Kids Jam or Little Jam, unfortunately. So we've got some, uh, some, some activity packets back in the back there. If, uh, in the lobby. Sorry, in the lobby. So if you, know, you want to get some crayons and get some activity packs. And uh, kids, you're welcome to stay in. I love it when kids are in the service and make noise. It's awesome. They are part of our family. They're not our tomorrow family. They are part of our family. We celebrate them. Yeah, awesome. All right, so, and facility, yeah, if, if you need the nursery, it is available to parents to, to take your kids down and do what you need to do. All right, let's stand. And I'm going to ask the, the team, guys, why don't you come on up? Psalm 57, verse 7. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. God, I'm going to go after you no matter what. Right? That's what that means. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Going to make some noise this morning? All right. Awake, my soul. Everybody say, awake, my soul. Wake up, soul, right? Wake up. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. God, we thank you. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your majesty, your goodness. God, this morning we will worship you. We will praise you. We will awaken our soul and call out to you because we know that you are our hope and you are the hope of our city. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, may, you, uh, may we meet with you in this place this morning. We're ready to meet with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We want to welcome, uh, uh, want to welcome the team today, Stephanie and Brad Israelson and their team. You guys are awesome. We're glad to have you today. And uh, we're just going to give them freedom this morning to lead the service. God bless and go for it. Hallelujah. Wow. Wonderful to be with you folks this morning. And those of you that were able to be here last night. And it's just, it's marvelous to us that we can come and partner with you and partner with what the Spirit of the Lord wants to do in this place, amen, and in this region. Hello, good to see everybody. Oh my goodness. 
Um, I just want to introduce real quick because we've kind of we've come as a team here this morning. We've got Malcolm and Tannis down here at the front. Wave at everybody, guys. These are friends of the bridegroom. We've got Kirk and Cheryl Smith here. Wave. And Josh and Kelsey came with us as well. Say hi to those guys. And we're just going to flow this morning as the Spirit of the Lord would have his way. Ooh, hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for your presence that's in this place already, Lord. Come as the Lion of the tribe of Judah and roar over this place. Hallelujah. Come, Lion of the tribe of Judah. Can every hand be raised in this place? We welcome him. Woo! We welcome him. Let's just say that together. We welcome you, Lion of the tribe of Judah, to come and roar over our families this morning. Roar over our church. Roar over this city. Roar over this region and the nation of Canada.
is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above them all all thrones and dominions all powers and positions your name stands above them all and the angels cry holy all creation cries holy you will
you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broke, you give life, you are the darkness you give hope you restore every heart that is broken great are you Lord oh we sing great great it out at your breath. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you. Breathe him in this morning, church. You give life. You are love. You bring light to the darkness. You give hope. You restore every heart that is
out your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing just wish to do that this morning. We want to say, great are you, Lord. Is there anyone in the house that would say and agree that great is the Lord? Lord, we just speak that today. We speak that from our hearts, that great is your name. Great are you, Lord. One of the Old Testament names for God is El Roy, the God who sees. You see, the eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout the earth, searching for those whom he can strengthen. This God, God, El Roy, the God who sees, sees you where you are right now. Whether you're sitting in the front row or in the back, or if you're watching in the live stream, 
He sees you right where you are. And sometimes your breakthrough is on the other side of that song that you sing to the Lord from your heart. Sometimes your breakthrough is going to be on the other side of worship. And so we just want to just give you the invitation. We're going to sing that chorus one more time. Give you the invitation to really step in and say, Lord, you are great. And you are able to take care of everything that I have on my heart. And I'm going to worship you recognizing that you are indeed able. You can do it, and you are the God who seeks. I want to lift up holy hands. Listen, I want everyone here in the house, just lift up holy hands right now. And I just want you to declare, just even under your breath, or if you have a, a, a heavenly tongue, I want you to begin to speak just to yourself and say, Lord, you are able to meet these needs that I have on my heart. You are the God who seeks. Can you just do that right now with me? Say, Lord, you can do it. Lord, whatever the case, whatever the situation, whatever it is with my family, you can meet that need. You are the God who sees. Just begin to do this with the Lord. and Say, God, you are worthy of worship. I worship you this morning. I worship you this morning. You are the God who sees. Step into that, folks. The door is wide open. Jesus is at the door. He's willing to come. He is willing to come. Come. Step through. sense that there are some folks in this place just to tag on to what you said Malcolm it's like you're breathing from the last season and and you still feel like the bones of the last season but the spirit of the Lord would speak over you this morning that he's bringing you forward into the new season He's breathing life into those bones. It's not just bones anymore. He has spoken and he has caused 
for sinews and ligaments and muscle and fat and skin to come upon those bones and he's breathed new life and he says come forward with me my children don't stay in the mindset of the dry and dusty bones amen don't stay in the former season but come forward with me because i have spoken Woo! I have spoken and I have done it. This is a new season. This is a new era. Walk in it. Oh, walk in it, my children. Breathe me in. Breathe me out. And as you worship me even here this morning, you will walk arm in arm with me and move forward into the new season. Oh, lift up your hands in this place as you worship Oh, breathe him in. Breathe him out. Oh, breathe him in. Breathe him in this morning. Walk forward with me, children. Oh, it's a new season. It's a new season. Oh, walk with me. Walk with me. Leave the past behind. Leave the former. Walk into the new. Just every hand raised in this place. Oh, every hand raised in this place. Oh. Yes, Jesus. So I had a dream a few nights ago that I believe the Lord is releasing in this moment right now. This is why I feel to release this. In the dream, I came into a church uh, that there was much darkness and it seemed almost a measure of desolation to it. Like it, t- it took a number of hits and there was uh, the carpet was worn and things like this. And uh, as I came into this place, the voice of the Lord kept telling me, you need to set the alarm, meaning you need to secure this season. And I feel like the Lord wants his people to be able to secure the next season of what it's to be. And the code that he gave me to set on the alarm of the church was 1133. And it's when I woke up, I heard the voice of the Lord say into my ear, it's Hebrews 1133. And here's what it says, because I believe that this is, we have a moment right now that we're in, that something's being set, something's being secured, not just for this house, but for the church. One church, right? One body. One head overall. Father, we decree this over this region, and it says, here is the code to secure the season. Hebrews 11.33 who by faith, everybody say by faith, by faith. Conquered, kingdoms. conquered kingdoms, yeah, performed acts of righteousness, performed acts of righteousness, obtained <laughs> promises, obtained promises. <laughs> wow. Hmm. 
and shut the mouths of lions. And shut the mouths of lions. Shaka roshe de basa. Shoko roshe te te te. There are a lot of lion's mouths being shut right now. Over this region, the devourer that's tried to rob and steal from your homes, your families, your kids, and your children's children, we decree that this is a shift. This is the code that the Lord gave to secure his church and the grounds for the next season you're to move into so that you may... Perform acts of righteous, uh, no, sorry, but who by faith, everybody say by faith. faith. You, I decree, you will conquer kingdoms of darkness. You will, church of the living God, perform acts of righteousness. You will, turn to your neighbor, say, you will receive promises. You will obtain the promises moving into this next season. And turn to your neighbor and say, you will shut the mouths of lions. You will shut the mouths of lions. Those lying spirits that tell you you're disqualified, you can't do it, just, you know, check out, spiritually speaking. I decree right now that there is an apostolic shift over this region in Jesus' name. I decree by the word of the Lord that there is a shift in this region for breakthrough. As we were worshiping, I saw four angels, and there's a shroud over the city, and I saw them come in, and each of them went to the center of the city, and they grabbed a corner, and they pulled it back and opened up over the city. I decree right now that there is an open heavens over this city. I decree right now that you are no longer under a shroud. You are no longer under oppression. You are no longer to be squashed down and pushed down. I decree it's open for you. By faith, you will hear that. By faith, you will receive that. And by faith, you will walk in that. Feel free to bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, we love you. Father, we thank you. You are good. You are good. Father, we thank you for the good work that you are doing in the city and in this region. And we decree that this city is open for kingdom business, that every kingdom of darkness will be broken, God, and that the light and the glory of Christ and your power, your dominion, and your authority will be released through every family, through all those who love and fear the Lord, God. We decree the shift takes place now in Jesus' name. And it's, I just think it's really important, the counsel that she was releasing with regards to, you got to let those old bones, the dust, everything, let it burn. Everybody say, let it burn. Let it burn. You don't want to take any baggage with you going into the next season. Amen? Nobody's got time for that. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. This is a time, a key time of breakthrough The code, I'm saying it again so that you take it when you leave here and meditate on it and pray into it for your own house, for your family, for your marriages. Hebrews 11.33.
the darkness we were waiting without hope and without lights till from heaven you came running there was mercy in your eyes to fulfill the law and prophets to a virgin came the word from a throne of endless glory to a cradle in the dirt. Oh, can you imagine it, church? Oh, praise the Yeah. 
God, we thank you for the things that you're doing in hearts and lives. As we've, uh, as we've leaned into you this week in prayer, God, we've sensed you, yes, shaking things, cracking open things. We thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing this weekend. Thank you for hearts refreshed, strengthened, renewed in your presence. Thank you for the things that, God, you're speaking over our city and over, our, uh, over the churches of our city. God, we do believe there is a, a powerful apostolic destiny over this city. God, lead us. We shake off the dead bones. Lead us into the things that you have ahead. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just a few housekeeping things, and uh, and I think uh, Brad's going to bring brings a word for us. So, guys, if you're ready. Um, uh, if you're here for the first time, we, uh, we are so glad you're here. And uh, in front of you, in the, in the pew in front of you, if you're here in the room, there are connect cards. We'd love for you to, to fill one out and let us know that you are here. Have a record of your visit because we'd love to come alongside you and uh, just help you discover what what the next step is for you in your walk with Jesus. And uh, guys, the team is bringing uh, the offering plates around right now, so if you're prepared to, uh, to give, you can do that here. Uh, many of you give online, and so if you, if you want to do that, you can uh, go on our website, evangelbathurst.ca, and there's all kinds of giving options there, including 
Uh, you can e-transfer us at giving at evangelbathurst.ca. Uh, once again, uh, if you've joined us since, uh, since the start of the service, we, uh, due to another, a, a number of reasons, we, uh, we don't have uh, Kids Jam or Little Jam functioning today. But uh, if you need the nursery, it's downstairs. And if your kids need, uh, we've got some, some kid uh, activity packets out in the lobby if you want to grab one of those, and that would be great. Uh, one family announcement is uh, Catherine Grace Scott and James have uh, her, her husband, I almost said, her, her boyfriend, James, are now engaged. So, congratulations, guys. Awesome. Very good. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's pray blessing on the offering and, uh, and turn things over to, uh, to Brad. God, we... Uh, Oh, wow. We're so thankful for your faithfulness, your blessing, your provision, your kindness in our lives. You are a good Papa, <laughs> a good Abba. We're so thankful. God, I thank you for every person who's given sacrificially and, and invested in your kingdom work today. And uh, we pray your blessing on the gifts and, and uh, on every home. God, you would pour in more seed in their lives today. God, we just, uh, we just open our hearts to receive your word today. Speak because we're listening. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's just great to be here with you folks. And, and we have uh, brought a team with us that have been praying this week and interceding and, and believing. You've been hearing some great things that God is saying over the area of Bathurst. And uh, we've just been exciting to hear that you've been uh, uh, fasting and believing God to move in, in, your, in your region. And uh, this is my good friend Tannis and Malcolm. They've been here. And we've got Kirk and Cheryl. And they've been praying. And we've got others that have, that have come with us. And I think we've got a team of about I don't know, 14 or 16 of us that have come. Isn't that amazing that God... You know, is, is bringing up people, and, and, and we're, you know, we're just saying, okay, God, what, what do you have next? And it's a new season that he's doing, and you see a, a, a ministry that's happening, a developing, Lord God, where he is moving in the fivefold gifts, amen, the prophet and the apostle, and some of these things happen. And we were just recently to Quebec City, and I just want to share this testimony that we saw God moving in this new way where he was, he was using the different gifts in the body of Christ and there was people out on the streets that heard the worship going by and heard the song of the Lord and were, were ushered in and, uh, and set free. And, and I just seen so much that can happen because, you know, we've allowed room for him. Amen. We're allowing room for the Holy Spirit to move. And that's what we've been trying to allow in our ministry, Stephanie and I. One time we were performing artists that Stephanie released music that was some of the top in Canada. And we're saying, okay, well, that's, that's wonderful. You can, we can be artists before the Lord, but yet we can be worshipers and we can be, you know, giving in a new, you know, in a new way that is just honoring, laying down these gifts before you and saying, Lord God, what do you want to do in a new way? 
And so we're just surrendering to him, and we're, we're being obedient to hear from the Holy Spirit. Tannis has a word to, of honor for you folks. Yeah, even yesterday when I learned that you folks were engaging in a corporate fast, I just, Pastor Anna, I just want to honor you and your wife for leading that and being obedient to that. Um, fasting is not easy. Fasting requires sacrifice. Fasting is not comfortable. I mean, even if it's one meal a day, oftentimes you feel famished more than normal. <laughs> and normal, sometimes you could skip lunch, but the day you're fasting, you're like, oh my gosh, it's, it's painful sometimes. And so each of you that have participated in this, I really do just want to honor you and to encourage you because even though your flesh is uncomfortable, it's okay. Comfortable people don't change history. And you folks are ones that are going to bring change. And so I just encourage you in that because the greater sacrifice will dominate the atmosphere. And this invitation to come up here is part of that because the gate is open. We are called in Revelation 2 to come up here at once. And he's going to show you new things. And as you see new things, and he continues to extend that invitation, come up here. Step into it. Step into the discomfort. And just, he's, he'll show you more things. You will never be bored. You will never stop seeing new things. But see and respond. It's this constant invitation to see and respond. So we just want to honor you and, and love you guys. And it's just been such a blessing to be here with you guys and your family. So thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Just before Brad comes, we're just going to have a moment of throne room worship. Just close your eyes this morning. If you're watching online, your home is a throne room right now. Oh.
His presence is just so sweet in here. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, Lord Jesus, to us, Lord God. And Father, I just believe you're uncapping things, even, even this day, Lord God, uncapping things in people's lives, Lord Jesus. And so for God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. This is this hope, amen? Amen. That we could get to know Jesus Christ in a new way. But sometimes I just feel like there's a ceiling, right? And I don't know if you felt that. And uh, I, I believe it's a, a spirit of oppression or something that's been hanging over the church. And uh, I don't know, sometimes we can get in traditions and we can get in, in our own way, uh, uh, stuck, I guess. And w coming up to Bathurst, we've been hearing lots of strong prophetic words and just even God's breaking something. And so I want you to receive that, these, uh, these nuggets that the Lord's been s speaking to you uh, this week. A few summers ago, we were, we were at a summer camp and the Holy Spirit was moving in the worship. And, and I didn't take realization until after the service, but there was a, a Ukrainian family. I'm not sure if we have anyone from the Ukraine here. But uh, I did a mission trip to Ukraine. I love the people from the Ukraine. They're wonderful people. And uh, there was this Ukrainian family up front, Yuri, and they stood right in the front. And I mean, if, if you've been, in, well, you have been in a worship service with, with us, I mean, God would just, the, you know, we were worshiping him in a, in a new way. And just, it just seemed so powerful. And uh, to, this, to this gentleman afterwards, he'd gone through a couple of these services, standing right up front. I don't know if he thought it was a concert. He was just invited by a family from the church in Moncton to come to family camp, right? And so they just got immersed in this. And, and it just seemed so powerful to me. Afterwards, he came and he said, what is worship? Like with such an intensity what is worship with this accent that I loved? And uh, I, I, I was thinking about this, and, I, and you try to do your best. You try to do your best to answer, you know, in, in your own logic, right? You're there, and you're trying to intellectually explain, well, it's, it's music, you know? Well, there's music, and, then, and they're singing, right? And, well, that's stuff that the world's doing, isn't it? They're doing music and singing. And, uh, you know, and there's a... You know, I could just see this intensity in his eyes that, you know, the natural words weren't doing it, right? Like I couldn't explain to him what worship is because sometimes worship is somewhat childlike, right? You know, if we're, we can worship many things in the world and there's this freedom that comes with worship, you're going to let go and you're going to enter into a new place with a freedom and a release. And I don't know if I'm the one that should talk about worship because I think Stephanie understands what worship is. And I love to be in her worship services because it doesn't matter about the people that are there. It just matters about her and him. Amen. She is here to worship him. And so I love to be around her and in the services of worship. But Yuri was trying to ask us, what is worship? And I could feel it. What is worship? He wanted to know what is worship? Because he could see it in an intensity to him, a hunger. He wanted the true meaning of worship. And, and somehow, my, my English 
you know, and my explaining wasn't translating, okay? And sometimes I think we're in services, and we've gone through traditions and things like this, and, 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 and it's not translating because we're not, you know, somehow we're missing. There's a disconnect because we're not stepping in it. We're not activating. Like Kirk is talking about activating our faith to step into the worship and to leave those old bones behind, leave that old season behind. And uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14 talks about this. It says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now, where this man was, he had just come into the presence of God. He, he didn't come from, you know, a church background. He had never experienced Christ. So I don't believe that Yuri had received, you know, uh, Christ as his Savior, come into the new man, right? When we receive Christ, we're born no longer of that natural man, but we step into uh, a new life in Christ Jesus. The old has gone, the new has come, and now we have a revelation and understanding that we can worship from our spirit rather than the natural man. Because the natural things are foolishness. To, to raise your hands and worship God, that would seem foolish to the natural man. But to us that are born of the Spirit, it's a, it's a revelation and understanding that we have spiritually discerned that this is good. This is good to give our praise and our honor and our admiration back to a living God. One that has created Him. One that, you know, it says, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you your desires at heart. That we, He knows the best things for us. That we're to delight in Him. We're to give Him the desires of our heart. We're to pour it out before Him. But the devil would like to put a cap on that. And our own flesh would like to say, no, I want to be reserved. I don't want to, I want to hold back. I, what would someone else think? You know? But Yuri wanted to know. And fast forward to this week. I was sleeping in my bed or trying to sleep. You know, you're kind of somewhere between dreamland and wherever it is. And I heard it again. What is worship? Like, with an intensity, I was like, it, it shook me awake. And immediately, I was brought to the scripture and I heard the conversation that Jesus was, was talking with in John. He was talking to the Samaritan woman. And I immediately heard his conversation with her. And in John, John 4, 20, I heard this conversation taking place. And uh, I'm going to put on these glasses. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. This questioning, this woman, I heard this. Our fathers say, hey, where's the, you know, worship on this mountain and you Jews worship in Jerusalem. And Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither, uh, when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know we worship for salvation is of the Jews the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. 
for the Father is speaking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. What is worship? What is worship? And immediately, as soon as I heard that, I heard this conversation between the Samaritan woman and Jesus. I heard, come up here. And we've been hearing it through the worship. Come up here. Come up here in your worship. And, and I was so moved to my core. You know, Jew, the Jews said, hey, we're, we're to worship in Jerusalem. And the Samaritans, you know, they don't fellowship with the Jews. They're supposed to worship him in Samaria. And somehow we've become like this in our own culture. We worship in this way or we choose that form. Or we, we, but I believe there is a, there is a calling to your, your very spirit to come up here in your worship. Come up here. Break the chains. Because I want to tell you that when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn. The veil was torn so you have access to enter into the Holy of Holies. You have access. It was three and a half inches thick. It says it was a hand's breadth thick to be torn, possibly standing 30 feet tall, to be ripped, rent in half from top to bottom. What must those priests thought that happened that day? What must they have thought? You know, the one that they crucified? Surely. They must have, I thought, surely they must have seen. Surely they must have seen him. The veil is torn. Surely we're in church. We must see. We're right. We have this freedom. We must see him. Surely we can have this revelation. But the ceiling is capped? No. That's a lie of the devil. I want to tell you that, you know, there's a mimic out there. There's a mimic out there. The Lord spoke to me. It's a mocking jay. It's a mocking jay, and it whispers into our ears. And, it, and a mocking jay can, can copy a man's whistle. It can copy a man's melody. Do you know there's a world out there that's, that's copying a man, copying, copying worship, trying to, trying to replicate it? You know, trying to do what it can to distract people from going to where they should be going higher. Come up here is the call. And they're trying to fulfill it in the world. And the world is mocking. He they're, they're, is trying to replicate it. And, uh, and unfortunately, it's happening in the church too. It's very true. We're, you know, we're trying to, you know, entertain, you know, as... as you know, maybe the worship leader, or we don't really, you know, get the revelation that we're, as an individual, if it's a worship leader standing up here, or if it's somebody in the crowd, the veil is torn, it's you and him, and you have an opportunity in faith to reach your hands up through the clouds, amen, and come up here into a place that he's calling you in the spirit, in the spirit, because in the natural man, it is foolishness. In the natural man is foolishness. I heard come up here. How, how many love little children? <laughs> Isn't the little child just so, so beautiful? Moses is so beautiful. 
doesn't he come to you sometimes there, Josh, and say, can I come up? Can, can I just come up here? I don't know whose little boy I had here last night. You know, River, I think was his name. He just, like, stuck his hands out to me. I'm like, you know, and he just wanted to come up here and be held by me. And he didn't want to go, you know. He didn't want to go. Do you want to get up into your father's arms, amen? Do you not want to go? I'll tell you, we're not going to stay on this earth. You know, that, that scripture, uh, come up here, we've heard it tonight. It says, after these things, a door is opened, amen, for us to come up. After these things, I looked in a door standing open in heaven, and the voice which I heard was a trumpet speaking to me with me saying, come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. It's not the natural man. It's the spirit man. When we receive Christ Jesus, we have been born again into a new man. So why are you walking around in the old man? <laughs> Amen. Let's make, this, let's, let's make this go higher. Let's make this go higher. There's new levels. There's new levels. And, and I believe that there's been something proclaimed over the city of Bathurst, over the people of this church, over the other churches in this area, a proclamation that's gone out. Amen. And, and those that would receive, hallelujah, are going to come up higher. They're going to come up higher into it. What did the four living creatures say? What did they say before the throne? They have, they're, they're, there every, they're there every moment, every hour, every minute. We're going to be there one day, and they're saying, holy Holy, holy, the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And the 24 elders, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. And you know, we are like the, the rich farmer who, you know, who, who, who said, I got great barns, but there's more coming in. There's more coming in. So what am I going to do? I'm going to tear down these barns, and I'm going to build bigger barns. I'm a farmer. I love, I'd love to have bigger barns and hold more. And he said, woe to you. Woe to you. You know, you covet more things. You covet more. Don't you know that this life is, is more than just the natural? It's the spiritual. I'm calling you. I'm calling you not to, not to, you know, because your life, his life, he said, woe to him because his life could be taken that night. What we're building in the spirit is eternal. What we're building with our spirit, man, when we're, when we're opening ourselves up and stepping past that veil, you know, we, you know, we're, we're, we're allowing that veil to be rent in our lives. There needs to be a renting of that veil of the natural man away that the spirit could have the freedom in a new higher level to worship him. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God, almighty. Jesus, in meeting with the Samaritan woman, he read her mail. Have you ever had your mail read before Jesus? <laughs> I'll tell you, that's what happens, though, when we step and we're going to worship him. 
whether it's Jesus or the devil or shame or whatever, a lot of times these things come before us, and maybe that's the cloud that's holding us back. And uh, the Samaritan woman, I mean, she's there, and uh, Jesus asks her, her for a drink. Give me a drink. And uh, Jesus answered her and said, If you knew the gift of God who was who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get the living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? <laughs> she, she knew some of the traditions. She knew the place she was standing in. Who is this man? You know, uh, we've seen it before, church. We, we've seen worship before. You know, that, you know, are you greater? You know, Jacob gave us this well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and livestock. And Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. I want to tell you that there is something that we can draw from, a current that we can draw from, which is a deep well, amen, from Jesus, and it is a current. Now, we used to sometimes siphon stuff, you know, and you get it drawing, man. You can get it drawing out, and, and that'll draw that water out. And I want to tell you, there's a current that is beginning to be made because you're drawing from the well. You're telling your flesh, I'm going to draw deep from the well today. I'm going to come into the house of the Lord. I'm going to go into my home, and I'm going to worship him. I, I, I met a woman here at a, uh, in Moncton, and she said, you know, things are dire today. She said, I lost my job. She said, I have no apartment she said, I have, and we're doing these adoration services, and we're, we're choosing to worship God. And, uh, you know, and she said, I've lost everything. And she said, but I'm not going back to the drugs. She said, I'm here to worship Jesus. You know, she's drawing deep from the well, the true source. Because what Yuri was hungering for, and what the world truly is hungering for, is a truth and a reality in worship. There's been a disconnect. They think that, and, and, it, and it ends up in emptiness, trying to worship the things of self, you know, trying to add onto yourself, trying to build the kingdom, but in yourself. But this kingdom is going to fail. This kingdom is going to pass away. My own, you know, my own flesh is wearing away. But if I build the things of the Spirit, they are eternal and they are life. They have a value that will be for eternity. Amen? So what is worship? What is worship? Is it standing in a service and hearing your favorite worship leader sing their favorite song? You know, is it uh, going to the football game and, you know, your favorite team scoring a field goal? Or is it getting together 
with Jesus, letting the veil be rent. Open your eyes to him and surrendering to him. Amen. And saying, Lord Jesus, I'm going to put my own life down, make my own life lowly, and give you thanks and praise, even though maybe I've lost my apartment or I've lost my you know, job. I'm not going to return to something that, that continues to destroy my life. I'm going to go draw deep from the well of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he's worthy to receive glory, as the elders said, and power and honor. For he created all things, and they exist, and they were created by him. I hope this weekend you guys have been challenged in your worship. You know, because I believe that there are some new steps that you can take, some new ground that you can advance. And the kingdom of God is at hand. And those that worship him will worship him in spirit and truth. And the woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming. Who is called the Christ? When he comes, he will tell us all things. Are you waiting for that? And there was ten virgins. Five, five had oil and five, five didn't have oil. And they said, well, we'll... You know, we'll be, we'll be ready. And, and of the ten virgins, five had the oil. And then all of a sudden, there was an announcement, to the, you know, the Lord has come. You know, and, and they, they say to the others, the other five virgins, give us some of your oil. And she said, no, no, go get some. You know, you go buy from the shopkeeper's oil. The, the five wise virgins said, you go get shopkeeper, you know, from the shopkeepers. And in that time when they were going to buy oil, the Lord came and invited those that were ready into, into, uh, into what was it? The feast, Amen. The feast, Hallelujah. There's an oil that is available for you, and nobody in this hour, you're not going to be in the last moment. Say, well, it's on Pastor Andrew that I stand on my faith. <laughs> It's on what I remembered from the past season. No, go get your, buy of yourself some oil. Buy of yourself some oil. Amen? Buy of yourself some oil. Because he gives it freely. It's going to be freely. And that oil that you have, you'll be ready. You'll be ready. It won't be an hour. There's a group of young people today in, in, in Florida. I heard this this week. They're, they, they can't even believe what's happening amongst these young people. They're, they're, they'll, they'll worship God for hours if they've got to tell them to go home, you know. And there are young people, they're a group that is saying, and, and, and it's not just in the worship. They're coming before for the pre-service prayer and spending an hour and a half in, in, in prayer praying, and then they're going and worshiping God. They're drawing deep from that well. We can't expect to have that barrier broken unless we start to draw deep. Draw deep. Lord, deny ourselves, Lord God. You know, things that I want, I deny them. Lord God, I can spend time with you. I'm going to draw deep from the well. Get to know Jesus. Get to know this living water. She didn't perceive, she didn't recognize who he was. The Messiah, until he read the mail, she, he began to explain to her, what she had done in her life. And then she realized, she said, oh, you're a prophet. You're a prophet. 
give me the, you know, give me some of this water. Hallelujah. She had no husband. She had five husbands. He knew the truth. Jesus knows the truth of where you're at. We're all just honest before him. I've had that veil. I've had that, you know, I've kind of had that ceiling. And I want that breakthrough, amen. I want that breakthrough. And I want that breakthrough for each of you in your worship. What is worship? What is it? Lord, reveal it to each one here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to stand and worship. These, these altars are open. There was a, a few prophetic words that have been coming forth for prayer for, for some different ones. And uh, we want to have this altar open. And uh, we wanted to pray for uh, for a Roger. Um, maybe he's here tonight. And, and uh, we had a word that God wanted to touch his heart. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know, that worship, that worship that you desire to have, that freedom in worship, draw that that veil is torn. The con- I just want you to see that the breakthrough has happened and that you can open the door. The door is open, that you can walk through it. These altars are open. Why don't you stand with me? They're going to sing another song. And, and I want you to push everything to the left and to the right and uh, meet with Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We just want to steward this moment by the Spirit of the Lord, amen. And if you if you have to go, that's okay. We release you with blessing, and we thank you for being here and worshiping with us. But if you want to respond to this word, you want to respond to some things that the Spirit of the Lord is working in your heart, um, our team is here to pray with you and to stand in agreement with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we just, we'll just press in for a few more moments. Amen. Just those that can stay, you feel to stay, and you want to come up here. You know, I just feel even that, just taking that step forward just signifying that, yes, I'm going to take that step up. I'm coming up here. Oh, I'm coming up here, Jesus. I'm coming. (laughs) Hallelujah. There's an encouragement that has been given to get oil, to take this time because the offer has been made, 
for you to acquire oil in this hour. And so, yes, we want to open the altar and simply say, if you're looking to receive something more, to go further in the Lord, it's okay to come now. And, and we can pray with you and lovingly ask the Lord, lovingly ask our Savior, Jesus, to pour more oil into your heart, to expand your capacity to receive a greater measure of revelation and of intimacy with him. If that is your heart's cry, your heart's desire, don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. Come forward and we'll pray. But we also, as we've been praying this week, we've been hearing from the Lord. We've heard a number of words that we believe the Lord wants to, to touch some folks and healing. We believe the Lord wants to heal. So we're asking for those, if you're coming forward for, for, for a touch from the Lord, as far as no, just, just more oil, just come forward. But we also know that there are some people here that will respond to this. We, we believe that there's, there's healing available. In fact, we, we've prayed and there's a couple words. We just want to make sure that we, we honor the Lord because we heard them. And, and if this applies to you, just let us know as we come along and pray with you. We, we felt that there was a, a person here with a, with a kidney situation, a kidney issue. And, and specifically, it was, it was an issue on the left side. So I just want to sort of speak that out. If you have an issue with your kidney, especially on the left side, we want to pray with you. Um, last night, we prayed for, for someone with an issue with their eye. We, we were able to minister to that individual. Um, but if, if, for example, there's someone here today with, with someone new <laughs> and with an issue with their, with their right eye, please do respond and come forward. And, and last night we also said that there was someone with a toe issue, a right toe of all things. And, and if that's you, please do come forward. Any snowboarders in the house? Anybody? Because there was a word about a snowboarder, something that happened during a snowboarding accident. We want to pray for that issue. And also, just as a follow-up, uh, a four-wheeler. Someone was on a four-wheeler and they had had a spill or something to that effect, and there was a concussion. And perhaps there was back issues with, with that injury. So if, if that's you, we want to pray with you as well. We're going to pray. We're going to believe. We're going to believe for, for healing because there are, there's healing in the wings of the Lord. We have a team here that's going to begin to pray. We're just going to begin to minister. Lord, we just ask for your presence here. Let it come, Lord. Fall afresh on your people.
upon himself our guilt and shame hanging on the cross for the world he loved with his precious blood Just men for God. Oh, we crown you. We fall face down and we worship. Oh, we all cry out. You are worthy, God. Yes, you are. You are worthy. We all cry out. 
name of the cross to the Lamb who was slain has atoned before us to the Son who overcame all the power of death we pray You are worthy, God. Ooh. You are worthy. 